Rove McManus, Sam Frost. Today FM. Scientology is a religion that was created by science fiction writer L. Ron Hubbard. When Hubbard died, David Miscavige became the leader of Scientology. There's no question that there's some controversy surrounding Scientology, but for the past 40 years, Scientology has continued to grow. Scientology has indeed continued to grow, and as many high-profile members, including John Travolta, Kirstie Alley, and actor Tom Cruise, who had this to say about David Miscavige. I have never met a more competent, a more intelligent, a more tolerant, a more compassionate being. David's father, Ron, has written a tell-all book entitled Ruthless, detailing about how he left the church. It was an escape. You think you can just walk out? And while this peek into the secret of religion fascinates most of us, Scientologists aren't very pleased. We now have Ron here to tell us about his book, how he came to write it, and what the future holds for him now that it's been published for the world to read. The book is Ruthless Scientology, My Son, David Miscavige and Me. It's out now and we are joined by its author, Ron Miscavige. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to both of you. Now, a lot of uh, people would probably be questioning your motivations for writing this book about your son and Scientology in such a negative light. Uh, What led you to, to writing it? What led me to writing it is this. My daughter's and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren, of course, I've never met, or I don't even know how many I have, disconnected from me. And when that happened, I felt that I had to do something to try to rectify this. I'd like the church to reform that policy and allow families to talk to each other. You know, parents to their kids, brothers to sisters, and just friends to friends, because to me, it's just a a toxic policy that I just feel has got to be stopped. That is the only reason I wrote the book. So I don't quite understand Scientology. So is there a policy that says that you're not allowed to speak to people who are still a part of it or not a part of it? I'm not quite sure. Well, the policy on this connection is this. If you were to leave the church or speak negatively about it, they have this thing that they declare you what's called a suppressive person. And with that declaration then people around you are no longer allowed to talk to you. That would include family, friends, or let's say uh, you work for a Scientology employer, you would get fired. And Mm. if anybody were to talk to you, who's declared the suppressive person, that policy could be applied to them and their friends would disconnect from them. It's like one of the most horrible things you can do to a person is take their family away just because maybe you had some critical things to say about them. That's what happened to me, and there was a lot of things happened prior to that because I was followed by private investigators for over a year. They were being paid $10,000 a week to report on all of my activities from 8 in the morning till 8 o'clock at night. And when they were caught, it had a situation where uh, they thought I was having a heart attack. They called in, and a person got on the phone who identified himself as David Miscavige and said, if he dies, he dies. Don't intervene. Don't do anything. How does that make you feel, knowing that's your own son? crushed, devastated. When I first heard it, I couldn't believe that it actually happened. I was still willing to just try to continue to talk to my daughters and maybe repair relationships. And then I went to see my one daughter, went to her front porch and her husband came to the door, refused to let me in, refused to tell me where she was. And he said, you've got to go to the church to get this handled. You're not going to talk to Denise. And after about 20 minutes, I said, look at Jerry. For God's sake, man, does this mean that you and Denise are through with me? He said, Ron, Denise and I are through with you and Becky forever. 
it was at that very moment that I realised I had to do something. In Scientology, there's talk, there's rumours that people sit in, they have these monitoring sessions where basically you talk about your problems and any deep, dark secrets you might have, and then these are then used against you almost like blackmail. Should you ever choose to leave, we'll expose all of this. And there's rumours of people's sexuality or choices or things that they've done in the past, that that's the reason that keeps them in the church. Is is that what you have found to be true? Oh, listen, you may call them rumors. I'm telling you, those are true statements. Penitent priest confidentiality, that doesn't exist. These days, those are recorded. So everything you say is being written down, and it will be used against you. That's, that's not a rumor. That absolutely is true. You've got to disregard the fact that they're going to talk about things that you've given up in very much confidence, and they will use it against you. So when and how did David change? Well, I'll tell you, he was not always the way he is. When he was a little kid, he, he was lovable. He and I got along great. He had a great sense of humor. He was a very bright kid. And even in the earlier stages when he was in what's called the Sea Organization, he was a person that I enjoyed being around. Years went by, and as he gained more in power, that's when I saw this change taking place. There's a saying that Lord Acton, who was a, a member of British Parliament, said that power tends to corrupt, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And I think that's what happened to David. I think he ran with it, and he changed from being one way, 180 degrees, to what he is today. And so how does it make you feel to know that he's now the leader of the church and therefore he could change any of these rules and laws that they have that would allow you to have access to your family to get back in, but he doesn't want that to happen? Well, you said it right there, and I don't feel good about it at all. I'll tell you, this is the reason why I wrote the book. i got to give it a shot. You just can't say, oh, well, that's the way it is. I mean, I'm not cut out of that block. Hopefully someday he can see that this is doing nothing but taking the church down. That hope is, is pretty dim, but I still have hope for that, buddy. So what was the change for you, and how did you even make it out? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. The escape story, as many times as I read it, I look back on it and think, I actually do this? And it was, it was quite harrowing, and it's a great story to read, but to live it, it was one hell of a, a trip for me. Although you are now out of the church, do you still follow the religion of Scientology in any way, or have you completely moved on? No, there are aspects of it that I use in my daily life, and there are other things that I don't use. There is some good in Scientology, but right now, I would say the bad outweighs the good. Well, the book Ruthless Scientology, my son David Miscavige and me, is out now. Thank you very much, Ron Miscavige. Thank you so much. And thanks for letting me on. I appreciate it.